Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. Small business ownership is doomed for failure. <laughs> Isn't that inspiring? Isn't that why you plugged into this podcast? The stats say like 90% of small businesses fail in the first year. And of the 10% that survive, it's like 90% of them fail in the second year. Um, I remember the first time I heard those stats. I was like, I was, I think, five years into small business ownership. I was like, yeah, crushing it. But, uh, but then I, I started discovering and uncovering what were the reasons for that. Uh, my personal opinion, I believe that uh, the first year small businesses fail because they don't, they don't really understand what they're doing and when they're doing it, right? And then the second year, I think you see people survived the first year. They made money, but they didn't properly reinvest back into the future growth of their business. And so um, it comes down to time management and money management. Those are the reasons that most businesses fail in the first couple of years. And, and as a result, those were, those were two of my issues as well. I was a nightmare from a time management perspective and a nightmare from a money management perspective, and I had to learn it. And I just believe the obstacles that you overcome in life are ultimately your ministry, for lack of a better word. They're the things that you're going to help lead other people through. That's what I believe. And so uh, today we want to tell you about time management and kind of talk about that a little bit. What I have found to be the most useful is to fill your calendar with your priorities. I think your calendar needs to reflect what your priorities are in your life. Uh, and certainly if you are growing a business or growing a family, those things should be uh, in your calendar. So uh, one of the books that I love reading about this, and I, I talk about it all the time, is a book called First Things First by Stephen Covey. And Stephen Covey goes through the four different quadrants uh, of what he sees as time management. And, and I do a teaching on that, and, and, and you can check that out later. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure you get a link if you want it. But uh, that said, I'm not going through those four quadrants today. I'm not going to teach about dive, diving deep in that. But I will say these two things need to be on your calendar first before anything else. And it's what Stephen Covey would say, the urgent things that are also important and then the not urgent things that are also important. In his quadrants, the, the other two quadrants are things that are not important. And uh, at this stage in my life, I think maybe 20 years ago, I didn't realize how fast time was going to fly by. I was at the dentist today, and they were listening. There was like Britney Spears was on, Hit Me Baby One More Time. And right behind that was Backstreet Boys. And there's an NSYNC song, Bye Bye Bye. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't, can't even believe how fast 20 years has gone by. <laughs> you know, they're like, I know. We're just kind of laughing about it in the dentist. But time flies by so quickly, and I, I, I realize now where I'm at in life, I don't have time to do things that are not important um, because the important things are important, right? So filling your calendar with urgent and important, but also not urgent but important. Yeah, I have found in this particular season that I'm living right now because I am um, – helping here at the office, but also balancing our home life. Mm. So I find that I deal with a lot more of things that are urgent um, as a parent, <laughs> but and important. 
And so for that reason, sometimes I can't pack my schedule as full with the things that are not urgent, Mm. but important. I have to be mindful when I'm scheduling my particular schedule to leave room for the urgent things that are going to pop up day to day because of the way that we um, run our household and with our kids and our lives. So for some of you, that might be a takeaway to be aware of, goodness, if I live a lifestyle where I'm having to balance a lot of things that are urgent, you know, maybe then schedule less on the non-urgent things in your day. Mm. Um, And but it also you have to remember then to manage and Mm. really classify what truly is urgent because it's really easy when you have three kids to feel like um (laughs) oh no i you know left something at home today i need you to run it to me at school that all of a sudden you have to decide as a parent is this truly urgent that i need to address that issue or is it more important right now that i stay here stick to my schedule my interviews my dials and allow my child to learn some real life consequences Mm -hmm. you know so those are the kinds of decisions that we find ourselves making uh when we're in those um time scheduling decisions yeah and and kind of right dovetailing right behind that um you want to fill your calendar first with those not urgent things that are important. Now, let me let me kind of more define what not urgent would be. Uh, in our business, not urgent is making dials to run appointments. It's not urgent. It's important, but it's not urgent. You don't have to make dials right now. You know, you don't have to run appointments right now. But then if you don't do that not urgent activity of making dials and booking appointments and making sales, you're going to run into the urgent situation of, I can't pay rent this month. And suddenly you're scrambling. And so because you didn't do the not urgent thing, you're now finding yourself scrambling to do the urgent thing. And it's mm-hmm. taking more time, more emotion, maybe even more money than, um, than what uh, you maybe would have hoped for. You know, I, I was talking with our, one of our sons who's got this biology project of collecting insects. And he's got to collect so many and they got to freeze them and they got to pin them and they got to label them and identify right. them. And this is a, a couple month long project. And I, I was telling him the other day, I said, son, you need to start collecting. I know you have a couple already, but you need to start working on this a little bit at a time because collecting 20 bugs the night before the project is due ain't going to happen even in Texas. Mm-hmm. Like you just, it, it's not, you're, you're taking, it's not like putting together a toga the night before of, you know, Roman Forum Day. Like this is, this is going to take time. That's a not urgent activity. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't do that not urgent activity, he's going to end up having a problem with the urgent activity, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, with these not urgent activities, um, one of the things I've found is somehow uh, connecting it with something else I'm doing during the day. Uh, I, I, will, I often say that I, try to, I, I trick myself into doing things um, that I need to be doing. You know, a not urgent activity would be eating well, taking your vitamins, yada, yada, yada. An urgent thing might be a heart attack, right? So, um, in the morning, I have uh, some my vitamins, my supplements that I'm taking every day, and I have them right there at my sink. So I know the order. I mean, I'm, I'm a habitual person, as most of us are. I have my order of how I'm getting ready in the morning, and right before I'm done getting ready to leave that sink, I take my vitamins because I'm supposed to take them with food. Mm-hmm. And I'm leaving my sink, and I'm about to go eat on the way to the office. That's what I do. And, and so I've, I've connected that, even um, getting up. So uh, for me, a not urgent thing is, um, is spending time with my kids. 
an urgent thing is, you know, 20 years down the road, my kid is like, you never had time for me, dad. And that's a, now I've got a kid 20 years later that hates me. I don't want that. So a not urgent activity that I'm doing is spending time with them. One of the things I do is I get up in the morning. I'm the heavy, as you call me. She gets the kids up, but I come behind them and make sure they're really up, <laughs> that they're really getting dressed and really moving. And she ends up taking them to school. I, I, I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person. I'm a night person, man. I love staying up at night. I don't like getting up in the morning. But if I don't get up in the morning, I can't go to work. I can't provide for my family. And so because I want to be a good dad, because I want to work, I, I, I marry those two things together. I've got to get up. If I wait until they've already gone to school, I'm not going to be able to see them. So getting up earlier is better for me and my life, but I'm connecting it with I'm, I'm also able to see my kids off. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, another um, way to set yourself up for success with your non-urgent activities is to choose your peak times. Hmm. Um, this is one of those things that we are each individuals and unique. So you know when is your peak time that you are most um, alive and productive in a day. Hmm. Uh, for me, I'm a morning person. He comes alive at night. Hmm. And so we have learned, um, I've learned if I'm going to do something creative, like I need to, you know, do writing or anything creative, I've learned to do that in the morning. Um, I've also learned, like he's saying, I've learned, like, we, we just did a podcast on um, reading, the importance of reading. Well, I actually read better in the morning. I get up, I like having my coffee, and I read better in the morning because I am more of a morning person. But, and like you, coffee for me, it is an urgent thing that must happen every morning. So I pair it with that non-urgent activity of reading because... I, when I put those two things together, now I know because I won't miss my coffee, I don't miss my reading. Mm. Um, and so pay attention to who you are. Uh, don't get yourself so, because again, some of this is also, I think, personality too, when it comes to being effective in scheduling time, because some people feel boxed in by too much of a schedule. Mm. And then some people feel completely freed mm. by having a very strict schedule. And you need to pay attention to who you are because remember the end game isn't about having a perfectly mastered schedule right the end game is about creating activity that will create results in your business hmm. yeah and there's power of just kind of blocking off uh little increments of time one of the things i've learned about time maybe we'll leave you with this um time has a cumulative effect mm. Uh, and that's if you use your time well, that has a cumulative effect. If you don't use your time well, it has a cumulative effect. I got this thought from Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich. And uh, I know that for me, uh, one, of the, one of the thoughts is, you know, missing my child's birthday party in and of itself in that single installment of time has no cumulative effect. I miss that party 30 years from now, they're not singing cats in the cradle to me. You know, they're not, I missed a party. Now, if I miss 15 years straight of birthday parties, they're going to remember that as an adult. It has a cumulative effect. If I go eat McDonald's and get a quarter pounder with cheese and some fries and a Coke Zero so I can be healthy. Um, if I go do that once, it's going to make my stomach hurt most likely, but it's not going to make me 400 pounds overweight. If I do that every day, it's going to have that cumulative effect. Time works the same way. 
uh, neglect. It's it's it is in that uh, ball of yarn as well. I mean, whether you, whether it's good or bad, how you're spending your time, it ends up adding up. And uh, just make sure you're spending your time wisely. Make sure you're spending your time well. Uh, and hopefully, some of these tips we just given you give you some insight into that, right? That's right. I do want to say that uh, if you're listening to this podcast, then hopefully in our show notes, there's a link uh, to a video that you can watch about uh, time management. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, maybe you're watching the video, uh, hopefully <laughs> there's a link in the, in the show notes there as well that you can click on that and watch a little more in-depth of me talking about uh, kind of managing your time a little bit deeper. That's right. This is a topic that we do a deeper dive in and that Fitz is very passionate about. So check out that link. Very much so. Hey, now that you know, you, you know. know.